o'clock. Good morning, pile. Hope you're having a great start to your Tuesday. Jim Davis along with the Buckeye Boy from the Bozarth Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios. Most trusted name in automobiles. Could have the Battle of the Backups Sunday in Denver. Ooh. Could have a Brett Rippon yeah. versus Colt McCoy. After, of course, Russell Wilson went out after taking the hit and the awkward fall mm-hmm. in the Kansas City game. He's not been ruled out for Sunday's game, but he's in the concussion protocol and the shot that he took. Can't say... We, I would be shocked if he plays Sunday. But you never know, because they said he looked great, felt great yesterday. and Of course we'll, he did. We'll... We'll see what happens, but... But I also think that's the one that's up in the air. I don't think... There's no way... I don't Kyler think Kyler Murray. plays. Kyler, that just didn't look good. The The report is nothing official. Torn ACL for Kyler Murray in a non-contact. It was just he scrambled to his right. Yeah. Made a little move. Tried to cut up field. And, and just went down. Mm-hmm. And as they took him off the field... It's, or the tears started to come. He could. Yeah. He he knows it's something serious. Yeah. There's when the towel goes over the head. Yeah. It's it's over. Nothing official, but let's be honest. If you watched last night, yes, he's probably yeah. done. They you usually could, don't bring the cart, and then you play the next week. Yeah. Usually does not happen. And so, you know, but we still we we err on the side of. Right, we don't we don't know everything. Not a doctor didn't stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night. We but don't. I am a better independent neuro consultant than the one they had in Arizona last night. Because that dude for the Patriots was messed up, Devontae Parker. Yeah, he was jacked up, and I think you know only Nelson Aguilar and maybe five other people in the building saw it. Yeah, and that's, but again, that's another, like with Tua. Yeah. It's another thing where you're going. What are we doing what? here? There's supposed to be independent observers that are supposed to be looking for that kind yeah. of thing. And like, you While know. While watching all 22 and yeah, you see but, what. And if he's on the other side of the football and it's a way and it's a block and he gets, you know, awkward fall and you miss it, maybe you can excuse that, right? Right. Maybe. He had the ball. So like they you should, I should have been catch anyway. I should have been yeah you know, right on him. Yeah. To know, to see what had happened. Like anybody involved in the tackle, that shouldn't be missed, especially post Tua, right? Exactly. Which is now like eras in football. You yeah you would think in in light of what happened to Tua Tonga Viola, that I mean because heads rolled in that. Mm-hmm. I mean not maybe that wasn't the best choice. Maybe of, not a- Maybe the best choice of words. Greatest phrase. But, to yeah, there, but sorry about that. My apologies. Didn't mean to be insensitive. But people's jobs were were yeah. lost over that. There we go. My apolo- big Judas Priest guy. People know that, my, right? Some my, heads are going to roll. My apologies to anybody that took that the wrong way. Let's not be so. Let's not be overly sensitive here, right. folks. Okay. Let's let's not be overly sensitive. Jobs were lost though because of that. And rightfully so. And then you think, okay, something would have, you know, you would have learned something from that, right? For the NFL. 
Maybe not so much. Maybe not. Maybe not so much. Uh, we also have other breaking news this morning. This is uh, from Brett McMurphy, one of our favorites, the Pirate. Right. Didn't make it. Passed away. Passed away late last night. Wow. Yeah, I, did, I didn't. I had not seen that news this morning. Yeah. I just saw that come floating across. I know we talked about it a little bit at the end of the show yesterday, but wow. it's it, the RIP Mike Leach is trending on Twitter. I was like, oh, that's not good. Suffered a heart attack. Yeah. Well, Sunday night. Yeah. That's too bad. Whew. Um, may have suffered seizures with the possibility of brain damage. And so this is, that was initially what the, what the report was mm-hmm. in regard to him. And yeah, everything I'm seeing here is still, he was in critical condition. But yeah, this was a Brett McMurphy tweet maybe five minutes ago that said this uh, Mississippi State announces. Yeah, I'm looking at the actual, yeah, I'm looking at the tweet from them. Hmm. Okay. So I don't know if they put out anything official, but... Because I'm looking at the one Mississippi State tweet and just talks about mm-hmm. he's in the hospital and... But wow. Yeah, um, yeah I, everything I'm seeing here, I'm not seeing that he died. That, But I, I mean, I'm... I'm uh, seven I, minutes ago, Mississippi State football did they finally Twitter put, okay. account. College football community mourns the death of Coach Mike. Because I just googled Mike Leach and they had they had yeah. nothing on here other than that he was still in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is from the football. Okay, so Twitter it's a, account. I'll take it when it's that. Mm-hmm. That's official. And their official website has a eulogy. Wow, not a eulogy. Uh, obituary. Obituary. Thank you. It's okay. He will be eulogized. Yeah. I'm sure, but. I don't um, know if they're going to do it as good as Mike Leach could have done it. You know what I mean? No, there's there's no way. Yeah. That's I mean, just, if you're somebody like Mike Leach, almost you wish you would have recorded your own eulogy. A little just bit, did, yeah. When, you, when you're as funny as that guy could be. And sometimes off-putting to some people. Oh, but, absolutely. Yeah, it's, he's an acquired taste for sure. Exactly. But, wow. Yeah, I had not seen that... Uh, that he had passed away. Yeah, I just I didn't see it until we were were rolling here. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah, that's too bad. like I said. Not not everybody, you know, was a Mike Leach fan. I think you and I we 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 took him with a grain of salt, and yeah. that there were there were things we thought that he said that were funny. There were times he wasn't funny, right? Like, but there's some I, of the uh, stuff he did that didn't that made him unlikable made him unlikable also the unlikable stuff doesn't mean he's not funny and entertaining in other ways and there was a time that i wanted to see the pirate flag fly in Folsom field yeah i wanted to see him come to colorado it did not work out and so along with the the death of mike leach who apparently contracted pneumonia like back in november after he had yeah. the flu he got pneumonia and it just seemed like it just all rolled, snowballed. rolled, you know, one thing into another. And uh, but report, you know, from this morning from Mississippi State, from their official football Twitter feed, Mike Leach, football coach there, has passed away. All, Sonny Dykes, Lincoln Riley, Cliff Kingsbury, all under the Mike Leach learning tree. Yep. Josh Heupel. Yep, Josh Heupel, who 
has managed to return Tennessee back to prominence in college football. Heisman Trophy winner, guy in the playoffs this year. That's a pretty good coaching tree. Not too bad. Not too bad. Also, you have a Texas men's basketball coach, uh, Chris Beard, who's been suspended now by Texas after he was arrested after allegedly strangling a woman at his home. Let's take a half step. You know, let's not do a full measure. Let's just do a. He wins basketball games. Let's take a half step. That's the sad truth of sports, yeah. though. But but also, there's that. You don't you don't want to rush into it if you're Texas. You want to get a few more details. But I mean, suspension is the first. I mean, I just to me, I know, but you know, come on, come on, you can't, you can't just. I mean, as much as what we, if this is true, I'm not saying it's not true, but it's alleged. It's a, and it's an awful look for Beard. It's an awful look for Texas. He'll end up getting canned. But you can't go from zero to a hundred when you don't know everything about what's happened. True. Suspension begins, yeah. and then termination is your next step. There has to be some real, real drama there. If I'm Texas, for me to go like, yeah, you know what? We're going to lift the suspension. You know what I mean? I, I, I just think it's, if, if this is true, I don't know how he survives there. And usually by this point, it's, well, there's a lot more to the story, guys, you know. It's not just it's black and white. There's not a whole lot of, there's a lot more to the story with Chris Beard. Kind of the story is the story, right? Right. But you also, if you are if you are Texas, you can't go from, we don't know everything that's happened yet, to, you know, and, and, you know to, to fire him right away. Does that happen by, by middle of next week? Yeah, I think that's entirely possible. Yeah. I just don't think you can go from zero to 100 on this. You can go from zero to sixty, and suspension is that zero to sixty, and then you see how this plays out. You get more information from from law enforcement, and then you make your determination of okay, I think we're done here. Maybe you don't fire him yesterday. No, yeah, no, but I'm saying, by close the business tomorrow, you know, you know he probably should not be employed there. No, if what they learn from police. We'll, we'll obviously shape that from the Austin Police Department. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I wouldn't be shocked to see him gone by by tomorrow afternoon. But you can't go, boom, arrested, fired. It's got to be arrested, suspended. We we glean some more information here. Okay, this is as bad as it looks. Boom, we're done. And whether that's a two-day period or whether it's by the end of the week, mm-hmm. ultimately, if this is true, he needs to be fired. You just you can't have your head basketball coach you can't assaulting women, assaulting anybody, but assaulting a woman by, by trying to strangle her. His own family. Yes. I mean, not that it's any better if it's a stranger, but, you know, this is someone you're supposed to love, right? Exactly. That, according to the report, the woman told police that Beard choked me, threw me off the bed, bit me, bruised all over my leg, throwing me around, and going nuts. And so, what their relationship is, hmm, not exactly sure what the relationship is between the two of them. I mean, at home, at 
four, three in the morning? Four eighteen. Four eighteen in the morning when he got arrested or when the call came in or whatever. You kind of can narrow it down to just a couple of people who might have a relation to him. You know, that's as far as I'm willing to go. But it's like, I mean, this is at his own home. <laughs> you know, we we think once again we have to stress we think that the victim is his wife, Leslie. But nobody's confirmed that yet. They've been right. married since 1996. That, so we we don't know if it's her. Probably it's her, but not entirely sure. Regardless, if this is true, mm-hmm. he's suspended indefinitely without pay. He needs if it's if it's true, he needs to be done. Simple Agreed. as that. Okay, yeah. Let's just let's just be. It's true. He's done. You're not the basketball coach anymore. You you don't get to physically assault anybody, especially a woman, especially your wife. Right. I know it's not the '60s and '70s and '80s, but in Austin, Texas, if the football or basketball coach is arrested for something instead of just a "Hey, don't do this again," that's not a good look. That's something. Pretty egregious, right? Right. And that's not just Texas specific. That's Columbus, Ann Arbor, you know, L.A., whatever. If you're one of the high-profile sports programs of the university, which is pretty much one of the identities of the city, and you still get locked up, that's not good. Yeah, you still, yeah, they're not going to catch a like, hey, just a misunderstanding here. Mm, yeah, and, miss, you know, yeah, you guys things happen. Keep it down, and try just, to try to work it out. Settle down. So, That's, yeah, yeah. I, I just think ultimately, I don't agree with you on that you got to fire him right now, but you, you better do it in the next couple of days if mm-hmm. this is true. I'll, I'll, I'll give you time to do your due diligence, to get glean information, yeah, to make sure what happened is what truly happened. But when at the end of the day, if this is exactly what happened, and I get it, you know, he's he's innocent in a court of law, but by your employer. This is enough. Much to, lower standard. This is enough to get you fired. Yeah. This is enough that you should be canned for it. This probably gets a regular person fired anyway. Probably so. I but think that's where people have but, the disconnect with. But we have to tread lightly for yeah. Texas because of his contract. These kind of things where you can't just go. Got it. We'll, we're firing mm-hmm. him today. Got a show cause or whatever it is. Exactly. And oh, I think it's. Um, Plenty of cause there, I think. Yeah, I think there probably is, too. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jim along with the Buckeye Boy today. Text or call us, 970-242-1340. That, um, well, let's go ahead and jump to it right now with uh, what's happening. What's happening? Very heavy start to the show. Yeah, Mike Leach, Mississippi State football coach. A lot of other stops along the way. At uh, Texas Tech, Washington State back in the day, Mike Leach uh, passing away uh, in the hospital in Mississippi after uh, battling uh, conditions involving the, the, the flu that he had, pneumonia, uh, also some believed to be heart conditions as well that factor into this, but Mike Leach passing away, uh, the, the coach at Mississippi State. Uh, sadly, a, you know, I said a, a controversial figure mm-hmm. at times, a very funny guy at times, but uh, a guy that really had success pretty much wherever he went in college football. Um, moving on to the Broncos, 
could be a battle backup quarterbacks coming up on Sunday when Denver entertains the um, the Arizona Cardinals because the Broncos lost quarterback Russell Wilson during Sunday's game against Kansas City after he took a big hit on a run. Here's Nathaniel Hackett. He, he's going through the concussion protocol that we have in place, that the NFL has in place, that we all have in place uh, to make sure that he's healthy and, and he's good. He felt great today when we saw him. He looked great, and uh, but we want to be sure that we do everything uh, the right way. That is Broncos coach Nathaniel Hackett. Brett Rippon came on to throw a touchdown pass to Jerry Judy in Denver's 34-28 loss to the Chiefs. Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray left last night's game with an apparent knee injury in a non-contact situation. Cole McCoy came on to replace Murray in Arizona's 27-13 loss to the New England Patriots. Broncos and Cardinals this Sunday on the Team Sports Network with pregame at noon and a 2.05 kickoff for that one from Empower Field at Mile High. So, um, like I said, last night we had Monday Night Football. It was New England knocking off the, uh, the Arizona Cardinals last night. And uh, one of the Broncos note this morning, by the way, we want to get to that um, there was um, also the incident that happened with Jerry Judy and the official during Sunday's game as uh, the, when the Broncos lost to Kansas City on Sunday, that'll most likely not be, uh, will most likely be fine, but not suspended after bumping into an official during Sunday's loss to the Chiefs. Judy was upset that he was held and it wasn't called. He did three things you can't do. That's remove your helmet on the field, verbally confront an official, and make contact with an official. Judy wasn't penalized on the play, but did admit it happened and was sorry for the situation. Nathaniel Hackett talked about it yesterday at the press conference. Uh, I was told by the referee that it had happened, so went and addressed it right away. Talked with him. He definitely knew that he was wrong. He, that's unacceptable. You can't do that. Um, we addressed that, and I know that he knows he, he can't do that. I know he was very frustrated at the time, and um, but uh, that's just something you can't do. Judy's probably going to get fined. Isn't looking at a suspension just yet. Hackett also announced running back Mike Boone is probably done for the season with a high ankle sprain. Once again, Denver hosts Arizona Sunday on the team with pregame at noon. And a 2.05 kickoff. And once again, top story this morning, Mississippi State head football coach Mike Leach passed passed away at the age of 61 uh, from complications due to a heart condition. And that's a quick look at what's happening this morning. What's happening? All right, we will take a break. We'll come back. Got the Warrior Classic Wrestling Tournament coming up. And we're going to talk with Fruto Monument Wrestling Coach Lucas Archuleta. That's on the way next on the Jim Davis Show on the Team Sports Network. Touchdown every morning. The Jim Davis Show on Colorado's sports leader, the team. Talking through the Monument Wildcat Sports on the Jim Davis Show. And a conversation with Fruit of Monument wrestling coach Lucas Archuleta brought to you by the Rick Nelson Agency and American Family Insurance for a free comparison. Call this team of licensed professionals at 970-241-0078. Lucas Archuleta joins us on the Chick-fil-A Breakfast Team phone line. Lucas, how are you? Thanks for, for coming on this morning. Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Well, your wrestling team off to a really good start. Uh, of course, got the, the Warrior Classic coming up, which is always a, a great test for for the wrestling teams there on the Western Slope. Again, some of the best teams out of Utah and, and Wyoming. And of course, the Front Range as well. It's uh, next to the state tournament. It's uh, some of the best competition you're going to find. But I know for your wrestling team, uh, you went over to the Wasatch Intermountain Duels in Heber City over in Utah this last weekend. Had a couple of guys that uh, had, a really, had really good weekends. Will Stewart at 138, Tatum Williams at 215. Both those guys went 8-0, each had a forfeit during that 8-0 run, but uh, both of those guys wrestled really well for you this past weekend over at uh, Wasatch. 
Yeah, bo- both of them have been preparing pretty hard, um, you know, doing everything that they can to be ready uh, with the understanding that, you know, we wanted to go over and do well in Wasatch, and, but our biggest goal is to, to continue to get better week after week and, and make sure that we're ready to go in, in February. Lucas Argeletta, coach of the Fruto Monument uh, wrestling team with us today. Uh, you also had Dylan uh, Chaluski that at 157, he won 7-1. He had five pins. He won with a major decision. Uh, Gino Gagas, Taylor Archuleta, they both went 6-2. and two. Uh, True Tobiasen went 3-1. and one. Uh, You went 1-3 and three as a team on Saturday after uh, having a perfect Friday. But, uh, you know, talk about those other wrestlers a little bit because, as we mentioned, Williams and Stewart off to great starts. But uh, Chaluski and... Gina Gallegos and Tyler Archuleta also wrestling well right now. Yeah, you know, the, the whole group that we have coming in, a lot of them are, are seniors. Um, this is their, their last campaign going forward with Gino and Tyler and Dylan um, kind of lead, leading the, the way there. Um, they've all put in a lot, of, a lot of time and effort, you know, including Tatum and, and uh, Will as well. Where, you know, they've gone all over the country this summer. Uh, for camps and for tournaments, just trying to find ways to get better and, and improve themselves um, as wrestlers and, and as just as athletes. Um, so, you know, kind of an exciting time right now. Um, they're all gelling together pretty well, pushing each other. Uh, you know, we started off really well at Wasatch. Uh, on Saturday, we had a few minor injuries that we decided to rest a few kids, um, you know, just to make sure that, that we're okay, good to go, hopefully be okay for this weekend. But, you know, the the bigger, more important things to be ready for, you know, down the road. Um, so we didn't want to push anything and, and re-injure or aggravate something that doesn't need to be be there right now. Fruto Monument Wrestling Coach Lucas Archuleta with us today on the Team Sports Network. Uh, on the mat rankings, you have 10 ranked wrestlers right now. Dylan uh, Chilowitzki and Tatum Williams, uh, second at 157 and 215. In those two weight classes, you got Gino Gagas, uh, sixth at 113. Michael Leone at uh, 10th at 126, and Tyler Archuleta 4th at 132. So you, you go in with, with 10 rank wrestlers into this Warrior Classic. Yeah, you know, um, rankings are great. They're great to look at and, and uh, you know, kind of get excited about, but the whole deal is they have to go in and wrestle. Um, and really, once you get on that mat, those rankings don't mean anything. Uh, it does show, though, that they have been putting in the work and, and are ready to go and, and are a tough group, you know, and they're going to be fun to watch this weekend. Um, I think they're loose and ready to go. Wildcats wrestling coach Lucas Archuleta with us today on the Team Sports Network. Uh, maybe a couple of guys for you, Lucas, that, that maybe have the toughest brackets, the toughest path to a, to a Boyer Classic championship, who might they be uh, that you're sending over, of course, to Central coming up on Friday? Oh, shoot. Um, you know what? I haven't even looked at much, I, even the rankings. Um, the kids have told me who's ranked and, and who's not. Uh, we, we really don't dwell too much on who's where. Um, we just try to make sure that we're ready to go and take care of business. Um, you know, I think all of them are going to be tough, no matter what. I mean, there's good kids from all over, not just Colorado, but like you said before, Utah, Wyoming, New Mexico are coming in. Um, so I think everyone's going to have a tough road. It just depends on if we can show up, be ready to go, and just wrestle our brand of wrestling. How important is the Warrior Classic in terms of getting your guys ready for the state wrestling tournament? You know, with, with regionals are obviously crucial to qualify for state, but this is kind of you know as good as like the Wasatch tournament might be, and others uh, that that you might go to even over in the Front Range. I mean, this one features so many 
different wrestlers from different classifications in this state that are really talented that I just think that it, it provides a great opportunity for them to see you know a, a lot of different wrestlers get that experience or certainly you know kind of fine-tune some things when it comes to facing some really top-notch competition like they'll face in regionals and obviously at the state wrestling tournament. Yeah, the Warrior helps us uh, kind of look where we're at and look where we need to go, what we need to work on. Um, you know, we really get to look at our toughness and our grit because um, we're pretty much going to have a good match, a tough match um, every single round. Um, and so to be able to be up for that round after round and just to get after it and, and get out there and compete um, gives us a great starting point of where we need to be. Uh, we know we're not going to be anywhere close to where we need to be in February, but at least it gives us an evaluation point to look at things and to to be able to plan out and uh, create a plan that we're, where we're going to go in the next couple months. Ferdo Monument Wrestling Coach Lucas Archuleta with us on the Team Sports Network. But Lucas, who are a couple of guys maybe you feel Sarah like have, have made the most improvement the from last season to this season? November released a short time ago. It oh, was man, up 7.1% so you know, year over Will's year, and that job. is better I mean, than the 7.7% increase for the month of October. Right That's feet. helping to boost Wall Street. You know, Stock futures ahead of the opening bell were sharply higher. A wide swath of the country's midsection is, or will soon be, in the grip of a fierce winter storm. Blizzard warnings up across a wide area. Forecasters say it's a powerful storm system that will move to the east and in the next few days will affect the east coast, specifically interior sections of the mid-Atlantic and New England. Could be in for some heavy snow and ice. No longer a free man, Sam Bankman-Fried, arrested in the Bahamas, founder and CEO of the now-defunct FTX crypto currency firm. Checking in on Wall Street now, the opening bell has sounded, the Dow up 660 points. Do everything you can to to go out and get that. So, um, you know, just proud of all of them. Um, They all do a good job. Um, My seniors have done great. Again, you know, Gino and Dylan and and Tyler. Uh, Bryce Nixon is one that's come in, and he has a totally different work ethic this year. Um, He's been getting after it and looks great. Um, You know, I I mean, we can go on and on about all of them. They've all put the time in and and work in, and they have a goal as a team to go out and try to win a title this year together. Um, and it's going to be fun to watch them go out and try to do that. Of course, the uh, Warrior Classic starts this Saturday morning at 9 o'clock out at Central High School. Uh, Ted Ducray started it back in 1976, and uh, the tradition goes on with that uh, great wrestling tournament. We'll talk with Clint Trujillo, the Warriors, coming up next hour. Hey, Lucas, I appreciate it, and we'll be checking in with you throughout the season uh, and hopefully talking about some Wildcats going over to compete at the State Wrestling Tournament. I appreciate the time this morning. Thank you. All right, Lucas Archuleta, the Fruto Monument Wildcats uh, head wrestling coach, and I saw Lucas during one of the Fruto football games up at the press box and said, hey, we've got, we got some guys that are uh, going to give us a chance to to do well over at State this year. Maybe not necessarily win State at the 5A level, but uh, compete and uh, from a team standpoint. So uh, we'll talk, like I said, with Clint Trujillo. has high expectations for his team as well, mm-hmm. uh, starting with, of course, the Warrior Classic coming up this Woo! Friday and Saturday out at Central High School. All right, 732, Jim along with the Buckeye boy today, the passing of Mike Leach. You've got some, some thoughts on that today. Something else I was thinking about. Mm-hmm. Is there a path for Nathaniel Hackett to keep his job? And did it start Sunday with the Broncos offense having some success against Kansas City, losing a close football game? Still, it's now 14 straight losses. Don't like to dwell in moral victories, but 
when you're a three and ten football team, and you've had now what seven, eight, uh, one score losses. That um, you know, it's part. It's part of the narrative. Is there a path to Hackett keeping his job in 2023? And did it start Sunday by the offense coming alive? Now that the challenge gets well, not that that Brett, not that Brett Rippon can't go out and perform relatively well, but you want the offense clicking with Russ. Because Russ is the guy you've invested the money in. And Russ, right now I would say, probably will not play Sunday. I'm not going to say no way, no how. Probably won't play. Shouldn't play. Shouldn't play. After the hit that he took, it remains doubtful that he'll play Sunday. Am I going to say no chance? Because that's, don't know how these things go. But what is the path? Is the path, like I said, did it start on Sunday with, Play the Chiefs competitively. You know, you drop you fell behind twenty seven to nothing in that game, but you mm-hmm. but you're able to come back and lose a one score football game. If the offense comes around and say they win three out of their last four, does that save his job? It might, yeah. And there's a couple things I think and it can work both ways, both be an indicator that he's not going to stick around and one that he might. But the George Payton being here with the, all right, this is another another new coach, another new regime, the, what, fourth in seven years? Yes. Fourth in eight years, something like that. And, I mean, which, which direction do you go? They may be a little gun-shy on the consistent change, right? being consistently inconsistent that's ruined a couple of franchises already that just can't ever seem to get their head coach situation figured out and I don't know if the Broncos want to go that way the the part about the Chiefs game that to me would be more worrisome as a fan that wants to see change is not that it was a close game but the fact that they were down 27 zip and made it a one score game that to me is Well, look, I mean, they're fighting for this guy. You know, it's maybe it just is injuries. Maybe it is just the ball bouncing the other way at different points in the game. That's the thing is if they go out and they match them score for score, that can be different. But they came back from a 27-0 hole, and I can very easily see George Payton, the Penners, going, well, he fought for this guy hard against Kansas City. Maybe we need to give him another year. But they have to do this throughout with another game against Kansas City at Arrowhead. Mm-hmm. They, they've got to keep doing this. Yeah, if they don't, then I don't. I don't really know. I don't really know uh, how they can bring him back. But that's going to be the key, right? They have to play. They've they've got to win, in my opinion, three out of four. Mm-hmm. And the offense has to, whether it's Brett Rippon running the show, it's Russ, whatever. That that has to start to it has to come around the way we saw it against Kansas City on Sunday, throughout the the rest of the next four games. Yeah, it's definitely, and it has to continue on. Right, the fight, the grit, has to continue on in Arizona. Like not even against Kansas City. Right. If they go out and lay an egg against Colt McCoy, then toast. He's adios. done. You know, but they have they, to play well the next four yeah. games. 
Arizona's lost 11 of 12 at home. That's games in Arizona, right? Or is it at home? I can't remember which one. But either way, Arizona's not in a good way right now. If you don't win that game, it doesn't matter like how much grit and fight you have. But if you come out there and you kick three field goals again against Arizona. And, and even if you, to me, even if you win, say you yeah. win 9-7. There's that's still not enough. That's still it's still going to be you're going to go. It's like damn, this is uh, it. Like I, I, the Chiefs' defense is pretty good. You scored twenty seven or yeah. twenty eight. And against Arizona, you but you laid you, another you, offensive eight. You kick three field goals, right? And I get it. Maybe it's it's Brett Ripon quarterbacking, but you expect even with the injuries, you expect this Broncos team to beat Arizona. Particularly with, Kyler, should, yeah. particularly with Kyler Murray now most likely done for the season. Mm-hmm. Arizona's in a bad spot. If it's an ACL, he's probably done till next November. At least. And what the do you way do? he plays the game. And what and what do you do if you're them? Because he's he's a unicorn. Give him an ice pack and his PS4 controller and say, have at it there, buddy. Because what, I what guess do you, the PS5's out now. Yeah, it's the PS5's out. I mean, what, do you, what do you do if you're Arizona? Because you sign him to the big extension. And his skill set is unique. Colt? Are you just going to ride with Colt McCoy next year? Because you're not going to draft a quarterback. And what long term does the knee injury have an impact on his mobility? Because his style what is, of play. Because what have we talked about with, with, with Kyler Murray? And he said this. I'm a react guy. I'm not mm-hmm. a big. I'm not a big film study guy. I'm a react guy. Well, what happens if one of your biggest tools in your arsenal is your mobility and that's now been compromised it's, I saw it's this, limited i saw a meme on the internet kyler murray runs around like he stole his parents phone and they're chasing him that it does that yeah it does it just kind of runs around like he's a toddler but what if he can't do that like he can now then and and considering that he's not like a big film study guy not a guy that you know like, like a, a manning or a brady that absorbs knowledge and reading and reading defenses. Mm-hmm. Arizona's in a rough spot and right they, now. He's listed at 5'10". If he's 5'10", I'm 5'10". That's yeah, pretty generous. And he's Remember not quarterback to... height was such a big deal? Yeah. Well, if he can't get out of the pocket, it's going to be a big deal. It's a deal. big deal now. because And that's where this injury could have mm-hmm. long-term ramifications for him yeah. and the Cardinals going forward. All right, 739, we got Wyatt Thompson coming up. Time for sound check. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. I remember Tennessee lost to Philadelphia, not this past weekend, but the one before. And then John Robinson, the GM, got fired mainly because he traded A.J. Brown to the Eagles and A.J. Brown had like three touchdown catches. Well, then the Titans come home and lose to Jacksonville at home for the first time in nine years without John Robinson as the GM. And Jeffrey Simmons, after the uh, blue phrase that he uses, which is kind of okay, we he's referencing a donkey if you're out there with you know, children in the car. He talks about a, a donkey coming up in a minute. But he also says that eh, maybe GM was more scapegoat than anything else. Apparently they wanted more than us. They made more plays downfield. So that, I mean, we turned over the ball four or five times. We didn't get no turnover. I mean, we got our ass kicked, simple as that. John Robinson not out there playing football for us. I mean, he made the decision, but we out there playing football. I mean, like I said, defensively, I mean, we we got to stop giving up to all these players. 
Yeah, I, he's right. It's John Robinson ain't out there he's playing. He's out there playing safety. So maybe he's not fully to blame. Maybe he shouldn't have been fired. Maybe so. All right, 740, Wyatt Thompson, our college football and basketball insider, joins us next on the Jim Davis Show. Who do I listen to? The Jim Davis Show on Colorado's sports leader. Whoever suggested that has got to be smoking crack and plenty of it. The team. Talking college basketball with the team's insider, Wyatt Thompson. On the Jim Davis Show. And we'll talk some college football, too. Wyatt Thompson, voice Kansas State Wildcats. Our college football and basketball insider joins us. Good morning, Wyatt. Well, good morning, sir. How are you? Happy I'm doing holidays. fine. Uh, happy holidays to you and your family as well. And uh, hate to start out the morning on a very sad note, but uh, the passing of Mike Leach, Mississippi State coach at the age of just 61, from complications uh, with issues with his heart. He had also been battling pneumonia. I believe in the month of November he had contracted pneumonia after having the flu. But, uh, but Mike Leach, who a colorful character, could be polarizing, not everybody liked Mike Leach's stick. We found we found it on occasion on this program amusing, mm-hmm. but also understood the, the the faults of the man as well. But uh, but Mike Leach uh, losing college football loses a one of the most colorful characters at the age of sixty one. Well, you said that so well. Um, not everybody liked him. That's that's true. And yet, I think everybody appreciated Mike for what he brought to the game. He was very unique. Excuse me. In terms of his personality and his style of football, and I don't think you could ever really even argue that. I remember when he was in the Big Twelve uh, and those teams that he had at Texas Tech uh, really kind of changed and reformed the league. Honestly, about everybody started to play a little bit more up tempo just to kind of somewhat keep up. Um, and again personality that I would say was unlike anybody that I've ever met in any walk of life, but especially in coaching. Um, I don't think he took himself too seriously. Um, I think he fully enjoyed life and, and what it brought to him. Um, I probably would, would just say of all of the guys that I've had a chance to, to talk to at, you know, at the Big 12 level in my 21 years here, um, he could literally, <laughs> if you got him going on a, on a rant about something that he was interested in, uh, you might be there for hours. He was just that kind of guy. Uh, we'll miss him. Do you have a Mike Leach story from the times you talked to him? One of my, one of my favorites was during a breakout session years ago at uh, one of the Big 12 media days in Dallas. Uh you know, he did his little press conference in the, in the late morning, and then there was lunch, and then in the afternoon, you could just kind of gather there, and there may be two or three reporters around, or maybe 25, but it was kind of a, a somewhat of an intimate setting, really, and he started into a, a story about that he was in a bar one night, all jokes, I guess, start that way, right? But somebody thought that he was Vince Gill. I don't know if you even know who Vince Gill is. Absolutely, I do. Yeah, country yeah. music singer, you know, yeah. multi instrumentalist. He He's like Vince Gill, but yeah. apparently this guy did, and and it was really funny to hear him tell the story. He, he said he was signing things and would sign at Vince Gill, and I mean, he just he was just one of those guys. It's like he it's hard it's hard to explain it unless you've been around him a little bit because he he's just so quick, so strange, so unique. 
Uh, and yet, when you put it all together, you have quite a personality. And no doubt about it. I, I guess it kind of looked a little bit like Vince Gill, a little bit. If I you're in a bar at like one yeah. thirty, yeah, yeah, I could, I could see a yeah bar at one thirty in the morning. Yeah, I could see where Michael Leach would look like Vince Gill. But also, I would tell you guys that uh, the other thing that always used to crack me up was, you know, the tech radio guys are, are friends of mine and have been for a long time. And I asked them one time in the early days about Mike, and uh, you know, he. His radio show would start at seven, and and just almost by clockwork, he would show up at, you know, seven fifteen, seven twenty, seven twenty-five, somewhere along in there. But then he would stay all night and tell everybody stories as long as they wanted to talk. Now that probably didn't do the radio guys a whole heck of a lot of good <laughs> trying to do almost thirty minutes of the show without him. Exactly. <laughs> he kind of was what he was. He, he was a man that, that. I think he got along with Mike pretty well. Yeah, he's, he was a man that marched to the beat of his own drum. There's little, <laughs> little totally doubt about correct. that uh, with with Mike Leach. If you've not heard this morning, the Mississippi State coach uh, dying in the hospital at the age of 61. Uh, Why well, I don't know if you know much about this, but I just kind of want your take on it. If you heard the uh, Pete Thamel uh, report about the Atlantic Sun and the Whack, they they play FCS right now. And we have uh, Utah Tech, the, the artist formerly known as Dixie State, down the road from us. That uh, that is mem- that's a member of the WAC in football. That they're they've agreed to merge and form a ten-member football-only conference with the intention of jumping to FBS. There's a lot of hurdles that have to be cleared. Uh, if it gets finalized, they'd be the eleventh FBS college or FBS conference. Last one was the one you worked in. Uh, the Mountain West back in 1999. Uh, yeah. And so it's been a long time since a new conference has joined the, the Division One ranks. I guess your, your takeaway your take on this, because it's, it's going to be a football-only conference, this whatever they're going to call it with the, the Atlantic Sun and the WAC. It's an interesting story from, from a lot of different angles, at least from my view. Um, I'll be honest and say I think it will be a tough go in the beginning, but I don't think it's an impossible hill to climb. But it will be difficult. That that is a very difficult um, uh, mountain to climb, and yet we've seen others, you know, kind of do that. Um, it, I'm a little bit perplexed by it from the standpoint of the the A Sun and, and the WAC. It doesn't, but but you can't think about college athletics from a proximity standpoint anymore, can you? No. I mean, you just can't. I mean, it doesn't matter. Um, I'm, I'm sitting here doing a little. Uh, chart outline for basketball for West Virginia um, for later in the year, and it, it still amazes me. And, and they joined the league in 2012 that they're still in the Big 12, and Mizzou and Nebraska and Colorado <laughs> are not. It's, it's just weird. I, I don't know that I'll ever get used to it, but it is what it is. Wyatt Thompson, voice of Kansas State Wildcats, our college football and basketball insider, joining us today on the program. There, there is one. Significant hurdle. I mean, there's there's several, but but the big one is the moratorium on Division One athletics on single sport conferences right now. So they'd have to find a way from the NCAA Division One board of directors to do away with that moratorium to allow this to happen. Then there's the two year transition from that they'd have to make from FCS to FBS. So there's a lot of moving parts in this whole thing for it to come to fruition. Yeah, I probably should have mentioned that part, too, because to me, that might be the one that gets them. Do you think? Yeah. I, I just I just don't know how much give and take that that will receive 
when you get right down to, okay, we either do it or we don't. Um, I just have a feeling that that will be probably the, the hardest bridge to cross, so to speak. Um, and, and yet, you know, I'm, I'm still the same guy that stands here every week and tells you that the NCAA is as powerless right now as they've been ever. Um, so who knows what the future looks like, really? And I, I don't mean to mean that to, to sound rude or, or whatever, but it's, 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 it's kind of what it is. You know, there's so many things and uh, so many things happening right now in uh, college athletics that I think you can throw it out there and it, it could stick somewhere. But 10 years ago, I, I'd say they had no chance. But you can't really say that anymore, can you? No, no, you can't. I mean, we're, we're seeing things happen that we thought would we would never see happen. Uh, exactly. You know, a college football playoff, now expanded college football playoff. And certainly those schools, I think, are, are looking at that expanded playoff and, and, and wanting to create their seat at the table, possibly. And they see the money at Division One, And right now, the, the current college football playoff uh, expansion plan doesn't really factor this 11th conference into how they would do anything or, or what, you know, they would obviously fit in as a group of five uh, to, to a spot maybe into the college football playoffs. I just... They, they see the potential money on this. Uh, I don't know if it's going to happen or not, but it'll be interesting if it does. Uh, White, I want to get your thoughts about college basketball right now uh, before we yeah. wrap things up here. Purdue uh, with wins over West Virginia. You mentioned the Mountaineers just moments ago. Uh, Gonzaga, uh, number 15 Gonzaga, number 12 Duke in consecutive weeks when they play at the Phil Knight Legacy Tournament um, and won the whole thing. Purdue playing really well right now. Matt Painter's basketball team, and I... You know they're playing really well, and one of the things they're undefeated. They're, they're ten and 0 two and zero in Big Ten play. One of the things that, that Matt Painter talked about is they they know how to win games even when they don't shoot the ball well. Right. And so this is a Purdue team that def- defends. It's always been a good defensive team with Matt Painter as the coach, but it seems like it's a team that can. And he's excited about this prospect. They know how to win games in a variety of ways. Well, it's perfectly said, and and I I would even expand that out to tell you that I, I really honestly mean this sincerely. I think Matt Painter might be the single most, most undervalued coach uh, in, in major college basketball. He's a consistent winner. He's got a program that has really, really fine tradition. And I think you described them well. I mean, I, I watched him the other day play at, at Lincoln against Nebraska, uh, who we play, by the way, in Kansas City this weekend. And, you know, the it wasn't a real pretty game. They didn't shoot the ball particularly well at all and yet found a way to win. And they do it with really good defense, a seven foot two guy in the middle, a couple of, you know, sharp shooting freshman guards. They, they always have guys that can play. Um, and, and, and the way they're coached, I, I love the, if you, if you like to see the ball move and get swung from side to side, I would I would present to you the Purdue Boilermakers. <laughs> exactly, they're pretty darn good. <laughs> hey, hey, White, I always appreciate it, my friend. Next week we're going to talk college football playoffs. How about that? Oh, I love it. Let's do it. All right, we'll do it next week. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, White. Yes, sir, my friend. Appreciate it. All right, happy holidays, Wyatt Thompson, Voice Can State Wildcats, our college football and basketball insider. We will take a break. We'll come back with uh, hour two next hour. Some comments uh, from the presser yesterday with Nathaniel Hackett. One of the questions, if you were given a time machine, Nathaniel Hackett, what would you tell yourself back in July? 
We'll have that coming up.